you can't gut a fish you haven't caught yet. <laughs> and for trying to gut these fish that we haven't caught yet. We're trying to go through these people's hearts and, and really like do this like refining and this and that when they haven't even accepted Christ yet. Hmm. They haven't even like initiated wanting that conversation with him yet. When's the last time you went fishing? Oh. We're Anna and Cam, and we are so excited you're here to join us in our conversations on biblical truth, marriage, and healthy living. We know that you were created on purpose for a purpose, and we know that you were called to stand out in this world as you refuse to conform to the culture around you. We're so glad that you're here and pray that our conversations encourage your spirit to be bold in your call for Christ. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. That is Hebrews 12, 11. Hebrews 12, 11, a peaceful harvest. Yep. I really like that. What a translation is that? Uh, New Living Translation. New Living Translation. One of my favorites. That's a good one. I, really I know which like, one you thought it was. <laughs> I, I like that. It's a really good translation. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Transform Living Podcast. Today, we are talking about the idea about why discipline is mm -hmm. greater, better, and should always be prioritized over motivation. Yeah. Motivation. I mean, throughout my entire life, I tried to rely upon motivation to you know, accomplish things, get me moving. And it failed me time and time again because motivation comes from our feelings. Mm. And our feelings are fleeting and yep. they are super fickle. We cannot rely upon them. And I think it's important to always remember that feelings are always going to have an expiration date. Ooh. And because of that, motivation will also always have an expiration date. So they're not going to keep you going. Wow. You need actual discipline to move forward in life in, in any area. Yeah. I've never heard you say that expiration date analogy before. Really? Then you have not read my blog, oh, sir. Oh, the awkward <laughs> moment when I post and ghost. Um, <laughs> I, you're, I really like that analogy. That's, That's really yeah. cool, especially because um, you are the most guilty person of buying food and letting it expire. I am. <laughs> I am. I, I don't really do that anymore, but I was. Yes, yes. yes. You're much better at it now. You're very good so at it now. Silly. This is a this is a really cool topic and I'm really excited because I know for me, I am definitely a slave to my feelings. Mm -hmm. I have definitely been but in I this, think we all are in different ways and different times when we're not really mm -hmm. keeping ourselves in check. Absolutely. But it's so interesting because of the context of it, because if you if you would have asked me even years ago or even now sometimes, like, Cameron, are you a slave to your feelings? Like, no, like I don't get heightened when frustration happens. Right. I don't let like this thing, I don't let things that are bad overwhelm me or slow me down in certain yeah. ways. However, there are definitely moments when it comes down time to actually getting something done mm -hmm. and it comes to getting, um, staying consistent, whether it be being in the word or yeah. things around the house or the priorities that I've said, this is what God's calling me to do. When I definitely do get caught up in feelings and I'm definitely a slave to my feelings. Cause it's almost kind of like this little trap where I get stuck where I'm like, no, 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 that's not me. I'm not a slave to my feelings. I'm not an emotional person. That's not who I am. Right. But then that's exactly when the enemy can use something like that yeah. to really get you. Yeah. It, that's the thing. Like, just like you were saying, like, I wouldn't just look at the way that you live, like knowing you and go, oh yeah, like you're really, you live in, in a way that's dictated by your feelings because you're not, because mm -hmm. you're right. You don't get super, you know, like drawn in to, you know, anger or any of those sorts of things, but it channels itself in a different way. And I think that's for all of us. Yeah. And if we don't really realize what motivation is dictated by, uh -huh. 
then it's really hard to know like why we don't have it. Yeah. You know, sometimes um, you'll feel like random little bursts of motivation, or at least Mm -hmm. I know I do. Uh, Like maybe when I'm driving or something, I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's like probably partly (laughs) like the music that I'm listening to. I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm ready to do this, 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 all these things I've been waiting to do. Like I'm super pumped and motivated, blah, blah, blah. And then like I pull up, get out of the car and I'm like, where'd it go? Where'd it go? (laughs) Uh, Where'd it go? Where is it hiding? Like I don't want to do any of this anymore. Like, And it's it's just so based on feelings. And so if we ever really want to move the needle, we need to be disciplined in mm. everything. And I think sometimes we end up thinking um, that this kind of topic is more of a like self-help, uh, like motivational speech type yeah. deal where it's like these are very biblical principles. And we need to realize like go go read the book of Proverbs, for yeah. example. There, there are all sorts of examples in there about laziness and um, – and just the importance of being disciplined and working and all mm. of those things. Of course, rest is important, but just along the lines of like staying very disciplined, do not fall into laziness. Mm-hmm. That's all throughout it. So these are very biblical principles just in themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And I know for me, this is going to sound like a funny thing to say, but what motivates me to lean on discipline over motivation mm-hmm. is making it not as much about myself. Yeah. Because if I'm answering and uh, we've gone we've gone over this in, in multiple different uh podcasts yeah. we've done. But if I'm answering to myself, I can easily justify, make excuses, and decide that something's not valuable to yeah. me in that moment. Right. Rather than staying disciplined and saying, God has called me to do this. God has called me to be a yeah. certain way or a certain thing mm-hmm. or act in a certain way or have a relationship with him when I'm reading my Bible, whatever it might yeah. be. And if I am motivated by knowing that God has called me to be disciplined, right. he is consistent. I am not. Right. And so if I lean on that and lean on God being the fuel for my discipline, mm-hmm. that's where things are submitted to him rather than submitted to my emotions. Right. And we're disciplined in his ways and what he um, has for us and expects of us. We're disciplined in those capacities um, and disciplined with, uh, well, and the Bible does address different things like. Um, to a certain extent, like we've talked about in a different episode, fitness and eating and all yeah. those things. But all of those things and having discipline within that will implement, you know, on a greater scale what we can accomplish for him. So there's all these different areas of our lives that we need to rein discipline in with. Mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes what people struggle with. And I know that I've done this for myself. Like I will be very disciplined um, in my work, for yeah. example, but then in other areas of my life, completely checked out, no discipline at all, really waiting around for motivation to come along. And so making sure there's some sort of, you know, like checks and balances, like set in place and accountability to make sure that you are disciplined in all these other ways and not in a legalistic way, but in a way of like, no, like I don't want to waste my life away doing nothing and zoning out. Like you should be more scared of that than, you know, almost anything. I think it's really important that we are mm-hmm. not like these efficient little robots. I'm yeah. not saying that, <laughs> but to really live out what God wants for us. Yes. And in order to do that, we have to be disciplined. And I want to really quick read Proverbs um, 12.1. Can I read that very quickly, yeah, please? Yeah, run, run into that. Yeah, Thank what you. do we got? To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid mm. to hate correction. And so correction kind of goes right in there with discipline. I think in the sense of 
we often don't see where we're not disciplined. Mm -hmm. There might be certain areas of our lives where we're like, oh, that's a mess. That's a pretty good indication. I'm not disciplined in that area. However, I think it's really important, especially if we're not seeing ourselves. Number one, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal different areas of your life where you're lacking discipline. And two, seeking other people out and saying, hey, like, is there something um, in me or maybe an area in my life that you're seeing maybe does not have you know, adequate discipline and I'm, I'm just not quite seeing it and be okay with that correction and Mm. accept it. And, you know, as long as it's biblical correction Mm -hmm. and then change those things and be held accountable. I think that's huge. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, that, what you're jumping into right there, which I really like is that requires humility. Yeah. That requires saying, Hey, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what step to take next. Right. And so instead of me saying, I'm going to motivate myself and figure out how to do this. Right. I'm going to make my little checklist. I'm going to feel good about this. I'm going to be the person that makes this happen. You will eventually fail yourself. Yeah. Because we talk about this idea like, I want to live a life. I want to live a life that does this, does this, does this. And we can make a checklist of all those things. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you'll find a moment where you'll go, at the deepest part of yourself, go, I want to live a life that watches Netflix right now. I want to live a life that gets stuck on the internet right now. Justification for whatever you want to do in that moment. And so it's, uh, it's so interesting because what it needs to come back to is saying, not, I want to live a life for me, but I want to live a life for God. Yeah. Because if we're living our lives for God, we would cherish And we would take more seriously the time that we Mm -hmm. are given because we are not promised our next breath. (gasps) So we just got to make sure. (laughs) Oh, he got another one. (laughs) Got one more in. Um, But we're not promised that next breath. We are not promised these next words here in this moment. Or another day to say like, oh, I'll get around to it tomorrow, next week, next month, next Mm -hmm. year. You might not have that time. Yep. And somebody that God needed you to influence in some capacity, you've now missed that Mm -hmm. because you've put it off, not knowing that that Mm -hmm. was your window to accomplish that thing for Christ. Absolutely. And I love what you just said, accomplish that thing for Christ. Accomplish something according to God's plan. Yeah. Because if it's not about your plan and it's about God's plan, Mm -hmm. you are going to take it more seriously. And I know I'm a broken record that that so far today, but that was something I'm a I'm a broken record because that was something that was a really big struggle for me. Yeah. It was always I could make an excuse as to why I didn't see value in something. Right. And then here's the interesting thing when discipline comes in is when you stop using your value for things mm-hmm. and you start applying what God says is valuable. Yeah. And once you start applying what God says is valuable to the discipline or your motivation or whatever you want to call it, right. it ends up being much more God honoring, God fearing, and you actually start following through with the things that you know you should be doing, right. but that God is telling you to do. And I think it's important to also remember that the enemy wants to do everything that he can to keep you from pursuing everything that God intended for you and all the people that he intended for you to impact. And so I really believe that once you um, have an understanding and realize what God put you on this earth for, of course, we're all here to to preach the gospel and to make disciples, of course, but there's different callings that each of us have based on the spiritual giftings that we've been given. Absolutely. Um, And so I'm talking more in that aspect. And I think once you have figured out what your purpose is, you're going to have a target on your back from the enemy. Mm. And one of the very subtle ways that he can creep in 
is with lack of motivation going, Mm -hmm. no, 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 like kind of, you know what I mean? Just skewing those things. And it can be very destructive of, no, I'm going to try to throw this person into laziness and throw all these distractions at them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it is so important to really um, make consistent habits. Yes. And something that like you and I really came... um, came up with when we were kind of brainstorming different ideas when we were making transformed living um, is it was essentially the idea and tagline of change your habits, pursue your purpose, transform your life. Because you have to change those habits. That's what's going to start to implement actual discipline and get that ingrained in you. So then you have those habits and discipline set up Mm -hmm. to then go pursue your purpose, which then is transformative. It transforms everything. Mm about you, about your life, everything, because at that point you are partnered with the Holy Spirit in a way that, I mean, you can do anything. Absolutely. 100%. And it comes down to building, building that foundation with God at that foundation with those habits and with those things that you do. Mm -hmm. And that's why the habits that are the most important are the ones that a hundred percent involve a relationship with God, Yeah, getting into a relationship with God, getting into his word, getting into things with him so that you're able to then know his truths and know the, the truth, which is his truth. So that when you hear those other voices, you know, when you hear, you know, oh, you can do this, you can take a break here, or you can right. even sin, whatever it might be, then you're not going to give into those voices yeah. and you're going to hear God's voice and God and the truth that God is speaking, the capital T actual right. truth. And then that's going to be what motivates that discipline. And mm-hmm. that discipline is consistent because I think for me also, one thing I got caught up in, if anyone else can relate to this, absolutely, is I would get caught up in confusing rest and confusing like an excuse of a rest. Like, like yeah. um, I wasn't actually being filled up in my rest. Rest to me that's actually good rest is going to be rest that I am resting in God. I'm worshiping. Yeah. I'm reading. I'm having time with you. I'm getting quality time with you. I'm doing things that are filling my cup and not just draining me out. Right. And so I was confusing uh, rest and zoning out. That was yes. the, what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. I was looking for the word and couldn't yeah, think of it. Yeah, that's something you've struggled going. with for a long time. I still do sometimes. I couldn't differentiate the difference between yeah. what resting is and what zoning out is. Right. Zoning out just pushes the problem. Not the problem, but zoning out just pushes back the thing that you might have to do and it just kind of delays the inevitable where you stay at a if you're talking about being filled in a cup yeah. you're still saying staying at half full yeah. let's say and creates a rushing out. around yep. for whenever you do need to actually get mm-hmm. that thing done where rest actually fills you up rejuvenates you and those things can in my opinion are found best in god mm-hmm. in relationships in things that truly fill up your cup so that you can pour out on other things. Yeah. Maybe painting, maybe music, maybe Mm -hmm. nature, maybe reading your Bible. Any of these things can be things that really recharge you depending on who you are and the different passions that God's placed within you. Um, But zoning out, I really think is just another form of procrastination um, at its core. Mm -hmm. And what we need to remember, and we talked about this, I think in the very first episode was procrastination to its core is actually very prideful because you're telling God, no, the things that you have for me are not important enough for me to do. Mm. These distractions hold more weight. And so I'm going to go ahead and pursue these distractions over what you've called me to do. Yes. And if you've ever zoned out, 
kind of take note of how you feel after. Do mm -hmm. you feel recharged? I don't. When I'm actually zoning out, like I usually feel more drained. Yeah. I feel more sluggish. I don't want to do anything even more after I do it. Yet when mm -hmm. I when I stay away from that and go do things that really do recharge my soul, maybe I'm you know, spending time with God, praying, maybe listening to worship music, maybe reading scripture, maybe I've listened to a sermon, maybe we've done something, um, yeah. an activity together, maybe we've, you know, maybe I've done a workout, you know, all these little things that kind of really refresh me and I yeah. feel refreshed after, then I'm like ready to go. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I feel charged up, energized, like ready for it. Yeah. And so just really staying away from procrastination. And I, I think, I think um, procrastination is like a, it's a root that we kind of like we hang on to it sometimes sorry mm. i'm like i'm trying to think of this in my head how i'm trying to say it um procrastination is something that is going to hold us back in mm. in every way it's not going to fuel us well mm. um it, it is prideful to its core and so i think realizing that is really important and yeah just go for recharging yourself i'm not i'm not thinking of my thought it'll come back to me go ahead that's okay no it's uh I think where you're trying to go, and you can correct me if I'm I'm wrong picking up from it, is that procrastination just pushes back the inevitable. Yeah. And it as as it as you continue to procrastinate, Ooh, you no, get used to compromising. Yeah, yeah. I know what it was. I think another part of the reason why we procrastinate sometimes. Sorry, I I wrote my note when I took Cameron's pen from him, and I didn't quite do it neat enough to read my own handwriting. <laughs> Um, no, what I was trying to say is another reason sometimes why we turn to procrastination is because we are also struggling against um, the idea of perfectionism Ooh. and feeling like I can't get this right and perfect right now. Yep. And so I'm not going to work on it at all. Absolutely. And that's something that, oh my gosh, like that gets me to my core. Like if something's not perfect and I feel like it doesn't look perfect and sound perfect and I can't do this the right way right now, yep. I need to just go do something else and not think about it and kind of yeah. like almost run away from it. But Absolutely. I think if you make yourself like set some sort of timer, mm. five, 10, 15 minutes, if you want to do longer stretches, great. But I would actually start out with the shorter ones. Yeah. Um, to kind of build a habit out of it, set a timer and go, okay, for five, 10 minutes, I'm going to work on blank, whatever it is you need to do. Yeah. And do this in the instances where you don't want to do it at all, yeah. where you want to do anything besides this one thing that you know God wants you to do and you know you need to take care of. Yeah. Set a timer, sit down and go. Chances are you're going to be in the zone doing it and happily doing it yeah. once you've hit that time frame. That you just keep going, 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 going. Interesting. I like that. That happens to me all the time. And you know what? Worst case scenario, if yeah. that doesn't happen, you've just accomplished five, 10 minutes of whatever you needed to do. So when you do come back to it, you're that much further. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so it's so interesting that thought process you have, right? If it's not perfect, I can't start. I can't yeah. do this thing. That <laughs> is legitimately one of, the, not, not one of the, to me, that's, that's the lie that the serpent told in the garden. Yeah. He said, you're not perfect. And there's an issue here. And so, and we are told, and there's so many times where, where people feel like maybe the first time going to church or interacting yeah. with Christians, like, well, I need to be perfect before I come to God. I need to get my life together before I go yeah, to church. And that is so not I the need case. to get things put in the right place. And then after that, then I would be able to right. go forward. Jesus does not call us mm -hmm. to, you know, get your life together 
and then, you know, start doing things the right way. And then you're, you belong as a yeah, member Yeah. And then family. you can start talking to him yeah. or then you can, then you come. can have a relationship. Then you can do yeah. things. But he a says, lot of Christians need to also wrap their head around that too. Absolutely. Because a lot of them have pushed that on to people too. Of, absolutely. You can't come in here dressed like that. You can't come in of here course. because you've done this, that and whatever. And I can't remember who I heard this from, but I thought it was such a funny thing. But um, it was basically, and, and it's going along the lines of what you just said, you can't gut a fish you haven't caught yet. <laughs> and we're trying to gut these fish that we haven't caught yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're trying to go through these people's hearts and and really like do this like refining and this and that when they haven't even accepted Christ yet. Hmm. They haven't even like initiated wanting that conversation with him yet. When's the last time you went fishing? Oh, I don't know. When's when I was little, time? I caught a barracuda. Oh, that's fun on the ocean. Deep sea fishing. When's the last time you got a fish? I don't know. You've already done it? No. It's crazy. I pretended to once. It doesn't matter. But I'm saying, do you understand what I mean with that? No, I totally understand. So like we're trying to do all this hard work and no, you're not good enough for this, this, this. And they haven't even submitted their lives to Christ yet. And so there's different times where in just like our tasks that God has given Mm -hmm. us that he wants us to do, we're trying to pick apart all these different pieces. It's not going to be perfect with this, that, and whatever. And I don't... And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, just just come here and take this first step and start. Well, we don't apply when you're a, when you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You understand your depravity. You understand that you're a sinner. You understand, right. and so that's the logic you use. You use the logic of I'm not good enough. Yeah, I need Jesus. So that is what I'm going to do moving forward. Right. And so that is the logic that we use. Why wouldn't we apply that same logic? When it comes to this other stuff, when it comes to this this motivation stuff, when it comes to these other things, I'm not good enough. I don't need to wait till I'm perfect. I just need to approach. I just need to begin. Yeah. I just need to go. Absolutely. And I think an interesting thought is just take this into consideration. Next time maybe you are not wanting to dive into something and start something that God has called you to do and you know that good and well, right? Yep. There might be times in our life where God wants us to do things. And I actually think this will be quite often. When he's calling us to do something, he's going to call us to do something that's outside of what we can do in our own capacity. Absolutely. Because one, he wants to remind us that we can't do it in Mm -hmm. our own power. We need him. We need to be partnered with him. And we need to realize that. Like that's a big reminder. I think so often we get in the habit of like just rushing around and I need to do this and that. And it's like we we start to use prayer as like a last resort hmm. um, when really it should be first line of defense. Yes. Um, and also just having a genuine relationship with God. I mean, for me, that has meant truly talking to him throughout the day, every day. Yeah. Of course, having like some structured prayer times here and there, but a lot of my prayer time is just with him all day throughout the day. Yeah. But I think there are certain instances where maybe we get a little bit too caught up in trying to accomplish things in our own power Yeah. where there might be times where God goes, okay, well, I'm going to put something on your heart that I'm going to call you to do. And it's going to be something very outside your comfort mm-hmm. zone. And it's going to remind you right here and right now yep. that you can't do this yep. on your own. You need to stop, yep. be still and turn to me and ask me for my guidance. Mm-hmm. And it requires, it requires discipline and understanding yeah. that to be able to lean on God and not be motivated by your emotions to lean on God because right. it can be very easy. And that does not mean that you can't have an emotional response to the sacrifice God made. You right. can't, we're not these Christian robots. You will not feel anything. This will be all good. No, like <gasps> the spirit moves. God moves like yeah. God. God has feelings. Jesus had feelings. You know, like those things are 
are has and has feelings. Like those things are real. Yeah. It's just do not let yourself be tossed to and fro like the waves, like a boat in the waves. Like, right. Like James says, like we're. Yep. We need to remain stable. We can't. We can't be this wavering mm-hmm. mess. And the reason we can remain stable and disciplined is because of the fact that Jesus died on the cross for us and our sins are paid for. Yeah. And so we move forward in confidence that that is the truth. Absolutely. No matter what. Yeah. And then now we can respond with, okay, I am safe. Yeah. I'm safe for eternity. And so how am I going to react to that? Am I going to be motivated and moved by my fleeting emotions? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to have a heavenly discipline to move forward with the mission that God has placed on my heart. Yeah. And constantly keeping just an eternal perspective, yep. not getting so bogged down with like things that are so earthly and temporary, which we all do. hundred percent. But I think it's the discipline and habit of realizing when you're dwelling on the things that are, you know, earthly troubles and, yeah. and going, okay, I need to shift my mindset right now mm-hmm. to have an eternal perspective. Cause yep. I'm not saying that once you have these things down, those other thoughts aren't going to creep into your mind. They absolutely not. are. They'll come in more because if you're trying to do something that's going to yeah. help you move closer to doing damage for God's kingdom, you're going to be attacked by the enemy more. Yeah. Often. And you truly will. So like expect this to come more, but that just goes to show you how much more important discipline yeah. is like actually really getting these things right is crazy important and self-discipline is always going to harvest good fruit in all areas of our lives yeah and so it's important that we really invest our time and energy into that because it's it's something we can use to truly glorify god i mean if we're if we're not being disciplined about things and what we believe we're just going to be a jumbled mess yeah and um i think having self-discipline is another way that we as Christians can be a light to the world. Yeah. Because uh, of course there's people who are not believers who are very disciplined and have gotten very far in business and this and that, like all of that. But most of them haven't. But also most Christians are not disciplined either. And so this is a way where we can reject compromise and try Mm. to fill wherever compromise has creeped into our life with excellence Mm. and um, decide, no, we're going to start to implement discipline here Mm -hmm. and really go for it and really build these habits. And also I want to remind people that oftentimes um, when God's calling us to something, we're not, our heart's not going to catch up and we're not going to feel necessarily passionate about whatever it is until we're acting on it. And that's not always um, but I'm I'm just saying that if you know that God's called you to do something and the feelings aren't there behind it, that doesn't mean don't do it. Yeah. It means go ahead and do it out of pure obedience. Yep. And very likely the the feelings of wanting to do that will follow. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I wanna we've talked a lot of the high level stuff of this. Yeah. Was there any more high level things you had before we got into some of the more practical things that we wanted mm, to dive into? I don't know. I don't think so. I think we kind of hit them all, but I did yeah, I wrote down a little list. Did you want to say something? Well, was that verse right there? Were we going to jump in? Did we already do that verse? That was the opening verse. Oh, it was the opening verse. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Um, for, for practicality then, looking at the practicality of some of these things, I, I like to just jump in a few practical things and kind of when I have sacrificed certain things, mm-hmm. I then realize later how little value they brought to my life, talk about the cup filling up. Right, right. And then that discipline of sacrificing, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm no longer going to give my time to this. Yeah. Opened up more free time so I was able to then do the things that God called me to do. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to list a few ways um, that we need to be 
you know, disciplined in some mm-hmm. different areas of our lives where people can kind of look and yeah. say, you know, like, hey, am I disciplined in this area yeah. or am I not? And again, ask the Holy Spirit for totally. direction on that. And don't hesitate to ask, yeah. you know, someone else who you trust yeah. if they you know, see something in you or in your life Absolutely. that maybe you're not seeing. And these are just some of the things that are triggers. Like you talk yeah, about our triggers. I just wrote down some different things. Boom, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um, it is important to have discipline with having rest days. Ooh, that's one we are very bad at. Super bad at. <laughs> and, you know, to think that we don't need rest days yeah. is assuming that we know more than God because yep. he requires that of us. Ooh. And there's a reason for that because yeah. we can't be recharged enough to do his work like He's mm-hmm. called us to if we're not properly resting. Yep. Again, rest is going to look different for everyone in different yep. uh, ways. But I, learn how to identify the difference yeah. between resting and zoning out. Like I'm not taking a bubble bath. I yeah. think those are gross. I, hate I them. love bubble baths. I know you do. I put lavender. I turn on the sound machine. Bubbles are great. And I think floating around in your own filth is gross. So I like showers. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. Anyways, Um TV time. Are you disciplined with how much TV mm. you're watching? Are hours going by? Like, are you going straight, you know, home from work, turning on the TV, doing nothing else, spending, yeah. you know, no time with anyone, not even enough time for God? Just maybe have a check of how how much TV am I watching? How Absolutely. much sports am I watching? Whatever. Yeah. And this one, that one might sound a little bit cliche. If you haven't tried it, do no TV for three days. Oh my gosh, it changed off. everything. Just Our, turn off. Yeah, Take well, it, unplug it, uh-huh. be done with it. The only time that we really ever watch TV anymore at all is if we're doing like a date night in sort of thing. We'll make yep. popcorn and pick a movie to watch together. Absolutely. Besides that, maybe, and this is actually really rare now too, if I'm doing dishes or something, I'll have something on in the background, but that's extremely rare too because yeah, then you get pulled into it, whatever. Yeah, you don't realize how little you need it until you actually get rid of it. And how much time you were spending on it yes. until you take it away and you're like, Absolutely. oh, dang. And spend some time too. And if you're on podcasts already, you probably know this. If you found this on YouTube, you probably find it there. But like replace, if you need the TV stuff, cool. Get some chores done, do some other things, put a podcast in. Like put that kind of stuff in, yeah, have something going and have it be something that isn't, this might sound weird, but isn't quite as stimulating as the television because the television can really pull you in, really grab you in real fast. Right. It's designed, it's really built to make you keep your eyes on it. And, and a lot of it's are built. not even glorifying to God. No, anyways. and not even bringing value value to your life. And so try it. Try it for 30 days. Yeah. Get rid of it. See what happens. See how much it changes if you just unplug the thing. For sure. Um, I would say take a look at how much time you're spending on social media or things like video games. Yep. That's another area to kind of check. Mm-hmm. Um, fitness. Are you disciplined in fitness? Mm. What is your fitness schedule like? Because we went into this in a different episode, but those endorphins that God created your body to have, yep. those are critical. Those are important. Mm-hmm. You should be doing something that produces those. Yep. Um, Can I pause for that real quick course. on something that I learned for that? Yeah, yeah. Um, this might seem like common knowledge, but actually try it. I personally think it is better to develop the habit of doing something for five minutes every single day then do one thing for 30 minutes once a week. That might not be the best thing. Right, um, that's probably not going to stick. But it's not going to stick. So five minutes a day, do something. Jumping jacks, push-ups, crunches, whatever. As a starting done, point. As a starting yeah. point. And then build from there. It's going to be much easier to stay consistent in that yeah. way than it is to be, okay, I'm going to do one thing a half hour. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll yeah, do it tomorrow. Each week, add another minute on or whatever you need to do to Absolutely. get going. But, but start with being consistent, even if it has to be at a low level yeah. so that you can build that discipline. And I would also say too, especially for this one, get it done first thing in the morning because one, yep. then you have the endorphins for the entire rest of the day. Absolutely. It helps wake you up. You're more productive. 
you feel better, uh, less depression, less anxiety, all yep. of that stuff. And it's out of the way. Yep. Fitness is one of those things where I feel like if you put it off, um, it, you know, I'll just do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. It's something that you never end up getting to. Yeah, you'll keep making excuses. So I would just say, knock that out first thing in the morning. And like Cam said, mm -hmm. even if you can just do five minutes, don't go, oh, there's there's no use in doing it. It's I only have five minutes. No, go, okay, I have five minutes. That's better than nothing. I'm going to do, and I would do a, maybe a higher intensity thing if you only have five minutes uh, to just get, you know, the most bang for your buck. Um, healthy eating. How disciplined are you in what you're eating? Mm. Um, you definitely don't need to be as rigid as we are <laughs> with our eating. Um, if you listen to a different episode that we did on, you know, what we eat, we are plant-based, whole food plant-based vegans, um, with the exception of honey. We do eat honey. Um, but you don't need to be as uh, rigid as that. I guess I'll use that word. Um, we like it. We feel better on it. Viewing food as fuel has mm. done leaps and bounds for our energy levels. That's and the first step is viewing it as fuel and yeah. having it, taking it seriously. And having some of the fun stuff here and there. Oh now, a hundred percent. Absolutely. But viewing food, viewing food as a fuel and not another vice. And yes. being very intentional about yeah. knowing this is a fuel. And again, that doesn't and mean- scripture that we, talks about gluttony. So yeah. We, That's a different thing. That doesn't thing. mean that we do not have any fun and we just kind of sit around and, no. you know, eat tofu raw, which I did do that today. You did that today um, and I gave you a very odd look for that. I was hungry. Um, <laughs> and so it does mean though is just think. Take yeah. a moment to think. Is this best right now? Right. And how can I move one step out of 100 steps closer towards best yeah. today with this one thing? Absolutely. Just slowly And it takes discipline to build that. Absolutely. Got a, do you have a few more things on that um, list to check yeah, out? Yeah, I was going to say another thing about that first though. Um... So starting your day, I would always suggest having high protein. Mm. For us, we have noticed an entire like change in our mood, our energy levels, mm -hmm. everything. And there's actually studies on this too. It's not something that we just yeah. came up with, but having high protein, you know, right at the start of your day. And yep. if you're having other things mixed in with your meal, having that protein early on in that meal Absolutely. will actually impact, uh, have a positive impact on your mood for the entire rest of the day. So yes. I very much suggest that. Yeah. Um, Okay. Time with God. So are you staying disciplined in staying in communication with him in prayer and worship and praise? Are you doing those things? Are you staying disciplined in your time in the word? Yeah. And again, there's going to be different seasons where you're not going to want to open your Bible for whatever mm. reason, whether it's just your own flesh not wanting to do yeah, it. You feel absolutely. there's kind of like a dry spell or you know, maybe the enemy is really attacking you and yeah. oppressing you in that way and making it harder and harder. It's going to be those times where you are so grateful that you have built in the habit of opening your Bible every day. So you're doing it even when you don't want to, because mm -hmm. I would argue those are probably the times you need to do it the most. Yeah, that's absolutely true. The Bible's words remain the same if it's a cloudy day or a sunny day, if it's a hard day or a good day. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's always the best idea to jump into the word of God Yeah, because it is true and it is our living water. It is absolutely what fuels us. Absolutely. Um, I would say your marriage and other relationships. Mm. Are you staying disciplined in investing in those and building them well? Yeah. That's one that sometimes we don't do super great on. And we've no. actually been talking you know, what are different ways that we can invest in our marriage yeah. a little bit better, start implementing date nights again, those sorts of things. That's something we're just super bad at. Yeah. We kind of always have been. Um, so implementing different ways that you can invest and improve your relationships with your spouse, with others, whatever. Um, I think the last one that I really want to touch on is, are you disciplined with your finances? And this is going to be an entirely different episode mm -hmm. because we could talk forever about finances. Um, 
but are you disciplined in that area? Are yeah. you managing God's money in a way that honors him? Yeah. Or are you blowing through stuff like crazy and you're in debt and this and that? Um, are you disciplined in that area? Because that's a big one. That's yep. an important one. And I would even argue that if you're not disciplined in the area of finances, it's going to come back and bite you in the butt in a whole bunch of different ways because you're going to constantly feel that heaviness. Yep. You know what I mean? Kind of looming over you, knowing oh, that you totally. don't have financial 100%. freedom in any capacity and that you're in debt, this and that. Yep. That's a heavy feeling. And so even if other things in your life are going super well with that, looming over you. Oh man. That's not good. And I think that alone is going to hinder you from doing, you know, other things that God's called you to do. So if you're in yeah. debt, I'm not saying you can't do anything for God's kingdom. You're irresponsible. Da, da, da. I'm not saying that. Don't hear me say that. Yeah. I'm just saying going forward after listening to this tomorrow, how are you going to handle your finances? Yep. And what a uh, disciplined plan are you going to implement yep. to, um, you know, help put whatever your financial decisions were previously mm -hmm. into a better light that honors and glorifies Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. I abs I love that. Do you have any closing thoughts, high-level closing thoughts on how we should be viewing this subject and viewing this topic? I think um, for me, I just want to speak really quick. For me, like I've heard this before, you know, many times. Yeah. And I go, oh, yeah, that's good in theory. I understand that. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't implement and I think something that's really interesting is, and scripture talks about how we we are made to work. We Absolutely. are supposed to work. Um, and I think that we will start to realize that, you know, in whatever area we're not very disciplined in, once we start being disciplined in that area and we start moving the needle and getting things done, you'll feel this energy. Yeah. Um, not weird new age energy. I'm saying like physical and mental energy. Like you'll feel more energetic. Mm -hmm. Um, because you've been productive. Like there is something that God has put in our brains, how he's wired us, where we like accomplishing, you know, the things that Absolutely. we know we're supposed to do. And so I would say, even if you're going towards something with low energy, I don't feel like doing this, da, 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 like we yep. talked about previously, do it anyways, set that timer, mm -hmm. go for it. I would say, just like you had said, you know, have a five minute workout, whatever, do whatever you can. Do it with, you know, a lot of different areas of your life, yeah. just something to start to build the habit. So I would say, one, realize that you will yeah. actually feel more energized and better. I even sleep better when I've had more yeah. productive days. Oh, absolutely. Not even like physically, but like yeah. working on stuff that I know God's called me to do. I sleep better. Yeah. And two, I just want to really, you know, really, really go deep into this. It's so important to build the habits. Yep. And just dedicate yourself to do it and get accountability. If you don't yeah. have accountability, oh, ask someone, say, hey, I'm really struggling in this. Can you check up with me in a week from now and I'll yep. report to you how I'm doing? Sometimes 100%. that accountability alone mm -hmm. is enough to get you to do it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing for me that really helped me shift this and really hit me and just kind of hit me in the side of the face is I, I really started asking the question is, Cameron, do you expect good things or great things or God's work yeah. to happen in your life? on accident. Right. Do I expect things to happen because of mistake? Right. I'm tripping over something and then somehow, you know, I do a backflip slipping on a banana peel. That's not yeah. going to happen. Happy accidents. Yeah. Like happy accidents, um, aren't really, <laughs> aren't really how this works. You right. know, even God in the Bible, he talks about the idea of like giving a certain amount of money to a servant and saying, Hey, mm -hmm. see what you can do with this. And he calls the servant that did nothing wicked. Yeah. Wicked. He doesn't say, oh, well, it's okay. It's kind of like you weren't uh, that productive today. We'll it. try blah, again blah, tomorrow. Blah, 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 blah. And that doesn't and that doesn't mean God 
like comes down on we us. We should actually do a different episode like, on that too. Gets frustrated and angry at us. He, there is grace. There is grace. There is grace. Absolutely. But we have to remember that we are given something yeah. and we must do something with it. And we can't expect to do backflips on banana peels. You don't <laughs> just slip on something and then end up doing a backflip and go, yay, 10 out of 10. This that'd be awesome. This isn't a circus. We're not in a circus. And that'd be awesome if life worked out like that. But it doesn't. It doesn't work yeah. out like that. Well, I think we know from scripture too, again, I would really, if, if this is something you're struggling in, I would actually really encourage you to build the habit of reading your Bible daily yep. and do so in the book of Proverbs. Yep. Because that book will whip you into mm-hmm. shape like nothing else will. I mean, it's just, it's very clear cut on yeah. what what you need to do and mm-hmm. this will produce this and yep. so on and so forth. And I think sometimes we don't get that those principles are, are actually in scripture. They're mm-hmm. not just these worldly things that it's in scripture. Yeah. And this is also an interesting thing too. And I'd like to wrap these, these are the last thoughts I have on the yeah. subject is, and um, don't credit me with this idea. I think this might've actually been uh, who Jocko who does all the discipline oh, and yeah. freedom stuff, um, which he talks about this idea, but he talks about this idea that like discipline is something that is it, the value transfers depending on the field you're in, depending on what you're doing. So if you're able to cultivate and build discipline, it's going to be a valuable tool for you to have. Yeah. Now you have wherever the you go tool of discipline yeah. in your work. You have the tool of discipline in your Bible reading. You have the tool of discipline yeah. in your marriage. You have the tool of discipline in any area you decide to put it. And so it ends up really being where um, discipline is like a muscle that you work out and it builds strength and it maintains that strength yeah. and motivation is totally an emotion. Yep. And, and that emotion can go up and down, left and right, depending on external circumstances. Yeah. And that discipline absolutely is a muscle that just grows and stays and is good. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember, I thought of this when you were saying that disciplined disciples are always going to do more for the kingdom mm. than flighty disciples who don't know what the heck they're yeah. doing, just kind of going whichever way the wind is blowing. 100%. Really staying disciplined in your walk with Christ mm-hmm. and disciplined in the other areas of your life which Absolutely. are going to help you mm-hmm. in walking with Christ closely. Yeah. But he doesn't call us to go, you know, we weren't created to go, okay, you sit there and do nothing and and I'm going to just work through you yep. in ways where you don't have to worry. About. No, no, no. We are called to actively follow him. Follow him is an action. Yes. Follow him is not just an idea to, you know, a pick a part and this and that. No, it's it's an action. Absolutely. Take action. Absolutely. Follow him. Absolutely. So how are you going to do that? And what different areas of your life can you um, be more disciplined in so that you can follow him more accurately and follow him more closely? I love that. That's a great way to end it. Go take action. And if you'd like to support our podcast and take action or our YouTube channel, um, take a moment, uh, you know, like this he on YouTube. He knows I can go on forever, so he's shutting it down. No, no, you're great. I love I love it. I just want to make sure that we no, are able good. to. We covered so much here, and I love it. But, um, hey, if you like this YouTube video and you think uh, someone else should see it, please share it with a friend, family member, anybody who you think would like it. Uh, if, or whoever you want your accountability buddy to be. Or accountability buddy to be. <laughs> that could work too. If you uh, think someone you don't know should see this, give it a like, give it a thumbs up. We'd love any support you have there. Uh, if you're on podcast, please give it a five-star rating so that they know we're cool. And five stars, woo, we're really great. Um, please leave a comment there. Anything you have, if you think this was valuable and you'd like someone else to hear it, yeah. please drop or that on there. Or even other tips that you have Heck with yeah. this subject, tell us. Absolutely. Comment below if there's something that you know or something else yeah. you've seen or another video that addresses this 
this issue or checks on it. We would love to see other content. We would love to see other things because we want to be infinite learners. Oh yeah, Always we certainly don't have it all figured infinitely out. Infinitely learning all the time and then sharing that um, so that we can push the gospel forward. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for watching this episode of the Transforming Podcast. You have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you so much. 